With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Are you a college student looking for extra guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you need to spice up your resume, find the best way to answer difficult interview questions, or you just want to be in the right mindset for determining your career path. My best-selling career ebook guide is now available on the official podcast website at whatfulfillsyou.com, where you can also find the recent merchandise drop of the What Fulfills You Daily Signature Notebook, which is my go-to vegan leather notebook for writing down gratitude, priorities, meeting notes, and so much more. You can find all of this on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I'm your host. Welcome back if you have been listening for a while, but also welcome if you're brand new to the show. On today's episode, I'm going to be diving in, obviously by the title, to top three book recommendations I have for young adults figuring it out per se and I think many of us go through that in our 20s regardless if we have recently graduated or we're in college right now or you need a fresh start in your 20s and you're like okay I need to make a pivot in my life and find a way to progress towards the direction I want to be in. But before we get into the episode, I want to share a piece of gratitude today, something I am trying to incorporate more frequently. So interestingly enough, I'm going to say that today I am grateful for social media and technology And obviously, yes, there's pros and cons to it, but in this scenario in particular that I'm thinking of, I recently made a new friend on social media and I actually make a lot of friends through Instagram. It probably is in part because, you know, I do a lot of the podcast stuff and blogging and so it's easier for me to connect with people and kind of say, hey, like I'm in your area, like would love to connect. As bloggers, it's kind of a norm for some of us if we feel comfortable but interestingly enough I actually had someone reach out to me who's not really in the blogger space or anything like that but she had found me through a book page that we both followed and she actually explained to me when we got coffee but I just think um, you know I, I love meeting new people I love seeing people take initiative and do things I would do and so it was really awesome for me to see someone reach out and she lives in LA so we got coffee a couple weeks ago and then I believe we're getting dinner so um, yeah I'm just really grateful that 
that exists because I know, like I said, I've made a lot of cool, unique friendships over social media, LinkedIn, or any kind of technological platform. So um, yes, even though there's some cons to it, I think I try to look at the bright side and say it's so awesome to be able to source and find more like-minded people to incorporate into your life. I hope you are able to think of one small thing you are grateful for today, even if it's super mundane or random like mine was. But with that being said, let's just dive into the episode. So I'm going to kick it off with the first book I have here, and it's a book that I've talked about a lot on my Instagram and probably previously on this podcast if you have been following me for a while. But I just have to repeat it always. Um, And this book is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's the infamous bright orange book you probably have seen in Urban Outfitters and definitely at the front of a lot of bookstores. Now, I'm going to dive into my reasons as to why I highly recommend this book for what I perceive as young adults figuring it out. Because I read this during my junior year of college, I think when I was 20, so I didn't turn 21 yet. This was at a time when I was struggling with ignoring external noise and what other people were saying about me, especially my parents and people that just were no longer suited for my life, but I kept their opinion in my head because they were once my friends or maybe once people that I used to have some sort of, you know, good friendship or relationship with. So... This book really helped me understand that not only is it really funny to hold on to those opinions, but it ultimately doesn't matter. And that could sound rather, you know, uh, selfish in a sense where you're like, oh, someone's opinion doesn't matter. But it made me think, why do I care so much? And why do I care about what so-and-so says about me to another person or what someone thinks of my Instagram or what someone thinks of the Instagram story I posted or what someone thinks of my body or my face or, you know, what I do for my career. Like, why why should I care so much, right? And then ultimately, it did make me recognize that by allowing those opinions to, I guess, be within my energy space and within my mind, I realize that they are ultimately dictating my life. Because if I am holding back or making certain decisions because of what other people think of me, then it's no longer my control. And that ultimately was a light bulb moment for me. So there's definitely a lot of other good nuggets in this book. But I would say the first couple of chapters are really hilarious. And Mark points out just the classic human instinct that we all have and we have all either done or still currently do. And reading this at 20 years old was just the perfect time for me because I, like I said, I still cared about what other people thought. I was holding back on really pursuing the person I wanted to become. And then ultimately reflecting back now, I realized that this book was the first book I read in the journey to my personal development and growth over the past couple of years. So I'm 24 now and I would attribute this being like the perfect start for me. So if you are someone, regardless of age, just looking to really refresh 
your mindset and kind of start from zero and start from scratch, I would recommend this book because I think most of the time we hold back from pursuing the life we want for ourselves because of what other people think. Again, whether that's your parents, your siblings, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your best friends, your colleagues, your professors, whoever, oftentimes it's because you're just scared of what other people will think and you need to get a snap out of that. So this book, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, I highly recommend. The second book I have to recommend, definitely applicable for anyone of all age, I would say, but in particular, you know, again, young adults figuring it out. This book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and this is obviously a finance book. Now, I know finance and money and understanding how to pay your own bills and all that can feel like a lot of pressure and can feel, you know, scary because usually for, I guess, the most part, I would assume that our parents have had a hand in doing something for us, whether that's paying the bills, paying for college, or, you know, doing it the first time for you and then you doing it later on. And Um, For me, I really wanted to learn how to be independent financially early on in college. And so I read this book. Now, I will admit it didn't really connect with me during college, but connected with me more after. And this was at a time when um, I was about to get into my first nine to five job. I was, you know, living alone and paying a more expensive rent than I was used to. And I wanted to have a better understanding, okay, like what can I do with the savings I have in my savings account, right? Um, Instead of letting that money just sit there because after learning from other people that I really look up to in the finance world, especially like Kevin O'Leary, who's on Shark Tank as Mr. Wonderful, you know, he has always talked about, um, you know, if you don't need a certain amount of money for, I believe it's like 90 days, like three months, then he definitely recommends trying to invest that money. So that was kind of where I was when um, I was done with college and I had a certain amount of money saved up. And I said, okay, I know it's not actually that lucrative for me to leave it here when I don't need it in the next three to six months. So what can I do with it to actually grow that money? And so I think Rich Dad Poor Dad just really teaches you the classic philosophy of how, you know, again, this could be a touchy subject, but how the affluent class really keep and make their money and why maybe middle class and lower class have more struggles. And honestly, um, in my opinion, I think it really touches on a lot more deeper than the surface level than the whole assumption that you know being born in this or like certain opportunities come about and again like I know that's a whole another debate so I'm not going to touch on that but for me coming from an immigrant family and growing up learning to understand what it's like to grow up in a rural area in Pennsylvania where you know I live in LA now and I see obviously a lot of money and affluent people and people, you know, I mean, the salaries out here in LA are just much different where I'm from, where in Pennsylvania, when I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch, I was paid $7.25 an hour. So um, I, in my opinion, just again, I think a lot of what we see in terms of like the wealth gap is very surface level. And I think this book not only helps you understand how to actually put yourself in a position that you would want to be um, wealth wise, but also just having a better understanding of, okay, how to spend money, 
how to use your credit card, how to not use it, whether it affects your credit score in a certain way, all of that. And then, you know, just understanding to like the difference between assets and liabilities and the common habits that people have or tendencies that unfortunately put a lot of people in debt, right? You guys probably hear often about, especially in America, um, I don't know about if you're in another country, I know I have a lot of international listeners here, but you know, especially in America, there is definitely a lot of people in debt and there's student loans to pay off and all that. Um, But again, I just think there's a lot of strategy that we're not taught in school and again i can just speak from my experience so i highly recommend rich dad poor dad if you want to grow your knowledge and just at least learn even if you disagree with some of his fundamentals and philosophies on making money and you know saving and investing and whatever at the very least um you can have a better understanding of how to utilize your money and a strategy you can have as you're growing through your 20s and you have a full-time job and all of that and i will say rich dad poor dad i'm sure most of you may have heard of it if you are familiar with like the finance space or like just top books that people recommend for learning about finance and managing your own personal wealth and rich dad poor dad has been a top book in that category and sometimes i think overall as like i think on amazon i think it's top 10 right now Um, for the past 20 years so definitely recommend it and if you are someone like me that wants to continue learning I also recommend his podcast which is I think just like the rich dad poor dad radio show and um, they talk about more current events like what's going on with the dollar the US dollar um, gold bitcoin and he interviews a lot of his colleagues and friends who are very in-depth in the space so again highly recommend the book rich dad poor dad And the last book I have to recommend for those of you trying to, again, figure it out is Atomic Habits by James Clear. So the reason why I picked this one is because I think many of us struggle with really identifying what we need to fix or improve on in order to progress in our life and our current lifestyle. And when I was reading Atomic Habits, I couldn't help but notice how much I was highlighting in this book, but also just how much of this message really resonated with me. And in fact, I'm going to pull up a passage that I really like within this book. So this is on page 117 in the chapter, The Role of Family and Friends in Shaping Your Habits. And I really love this part where he says, One of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. New habits seem achievable when you see others doing them every day. If you are surrounded by fit people, you're more likely to consider working out to be a common habit. If you're surrounded by jazz lovers, you're more likely to believe it's reasonable to play jazz every day. Your culture sets your expectation for what is normal. Surround yourself with people who have the habits you want to have yourself. You'll rise together. And I really like this because obviously this resonates with the message of my podcast, but this is something I have strictly applied in my life, especially in regards to the friends and the people I surround myself with. So an example of this is obviously fitness, right? Um, You know, he just mentioned there that if you want to be more fit, then you surround yourself with people who also want to be more fit or who are already doing it and have been doing it, right? And What it really does is when you start to surround yourself with people who are kind of already advanced in that, 
And again, depending on your, I guess, skill level or lack thereof, I would say uh, don't push yourself too much to be around someone that's already like really ahead of the game. But in my case, I know that I love an extreme challenge, especially again, because of my athletic background. So I would personally want to surround myself with someone that's definitely really up there in the fitness game and try to keep up with them in that realm. And then this also goes with mindset, right? So your friends, what they talk about, and, you know, are they talking about, oh, you know, the gossip stuff and what they see on social media and like The Bachelor. And again, these are all fun things, but it's all personal preference. And for me, in my case as well, I try to steer away from conversations like that because not only does it lower my energy, which again is not a good feeling. You feel it deep down when you're in the conversations with those people and those are the topics, but it doesn't, again, improve you to the area you want to be in, right? Like my lifestyle and the desired behavior I want is to, of course, be active and fit and healthy, being mindful about my thoughts. So I love having conversations with people around philosophy or around how can we cultivate a better life for ourselves, but also amongst each other, right? I think that's huge for me right now too, seeing that we need to be more interdependent, not completely independent and I think this is something Simon Sinek says as well in that there's a lot of self-help but not like a, a lot of I think helping us as in like a whole cultivation of a organization a team a community a society a culture so I love having conversations around that and I think ultimately too when you are surrounded by people like this and you can reflect on whether this aligns with you, this really propels you forward, right? So I think it first starts with understanding, well, what behaviors do you want more of? And this is where comparison kind of comes in, where I think some of us might think, oh, it's really bad to compare. But I use comparison in the sense in a really positive light where I'm like, okay, let's just say this other influencer or someone else I see on Instagram has this life and they think like this, they talk like this, they read these books, they wear these outfits, they attract these type of guys, right? Again, it can really go that micro, but when you think about it, you when you start to emulate that and when you start to become that, you really start to transform your life. So it's a really, again, a cultivation of those small habits or small activities that contribute to your character. And then another quick statement I really liked from this book is where he said, many people think they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. And I also agree with this because I think more people lack a sense of direction and that's why they feel lost, right, in life. And again, we all go through it. I've gone through it many times and the hardest one was, again, from a few years ago. But I think that's why it's so important to not hold back when it comes to talking about what direction you want to go in. And that can go as micro and detailed into where you want to live, the type of people you would love to be surrounded with, the, t the type of restaurants you would want to go out to eat, um, the type of work you'd be doing, the type of people you'd be meeting, the type of clothes you're wearing, the type of apartment you live in. Like that sounds almost so surface level, but that's also in my opinion like a way you design your life and from my experience that has helped me create 
the direction I want to go in. So that's how I have cultivated what you guys might think is like motivation. But for me, it's like all I see is this is where I want to be, who I want to be surrounded by. And like I want more of it. And I think the first time I realized like I was starting to get that energy from the people, the new people I was surrounding myself with, I was like hooked on it, right? It's almost like a drug if you really want to relate it to that. But it's like, oh my God, I want more of it. I need more of it. And it's like good stuff. And and it dives into my love for deep, meaningful relationships is because when you find people and energies that just match up with you, it just is the best thing ever and your energy is also lit up and um, all that. So I think, again, from my experience, when it comes to finding clarity or figuring out the direction I want to go in, I literally break it down as micro as possible. And I definitely don't hold back because even if it's something where it's like, oh, I want to be driving this car, it sounds superficial or sounds very uh, materialistic but again from my experience when it comes to really figuring out clarity and this the direction I want to go in with my life I break it down as micro as possible and especially when it comes to the people I surround myself with I write out the characteristics of them the types of brands they might shop at um, the types of career or like fields they might be in and again I know that sounds very meticulous for picking out certain people in your life but for me it has worked and what I've noticed is that I have identified the types of energies that really align with me and every time I come across a person or a new person that has that I'm like oh my gosh this is exactly what I've been looking for Um, and especially with friends like I've cultivated a lot of new friends over the past two years since graduating and I attribute this attraction to that clarity I had from, you know, before I graduated college when I was like, these are the people I want more of in my life. And even if you're saying, oh, like the girls that I'm friends with could be shopping at, I don't know, Aritzia or something, which is, again, a brand that I wear often. It, it doesn't, it's actually not that superficial, though, if you really think about it, right? Because it's simply having like minds. And, you know, what's the, the the quote or the saying? I think it's something like uh, birds with similar feathers flock together. So, um, yeah, I mean, that is really the truth. I just think it's hard for people to say out loud because it does sound surface level and superficial. But when you really look into the core of what brings people together and the similar interests, it does come down to those micro things. So yeah, ultimately, back to the point as to why Atomic Habits is a really good book uh, for you guys figuring it out. It's just because not only does it help you think about the tiny habits that you do each day that really impact your trajectory, but also just how you can make these small changes in your life. Again, coming back to your friends, how often you work out, how much water you drink, what you're eating, what books you're reading, how often you're on your phone. Like it's the tiny micro things that add up. And this book for me was also eye-opener. So I read this one um, during COVID, so about a year ago. And I think it's been a great learning lesson for me. Highly recommend this for you guys as well. 
That was all I had for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the book recommendations and found them valuable. If you did, as always, please be sure to let me know over on the podcast Instagram at whatfulfillsyoupod. And if you're not following the Instagram yet, then be sure to follow because we post a lot of fun news and updates on the Instagram stories and on the posts. So you'll see more of an active presence over there if you want to keep up with the podcast. And then this week, I'm actually releasing the limited edition crew neck. If you are interested in seeing what it looks like, just go to whatfulfillsyou.com. It should be live this week, if not already. And I'm sure it'll be also on the podcast Instagram. So I only have 25 of these. I definitely know they're going to sell out pretty quick. A lot of feedback has been given on just how cute it looks. And I think it's so comfy, perfect for the summer. So again, thank you always for supporting me and supporting the podcast it really does not go unnoticed and it shows that this podcast means something to you guys who do listen so I really do appreciate all the love and support you give me and yeah that is all I have for today so thanks again and I'll chat with you all next time America we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.